Dave and Dujanovic have inside sources. Boyd Matheson, uh, back in studio today with us. Thank goodness, Boyd. Thank goodness. It's just not a good day without Boyd in the House. So we're going to talk about how congressional hearings have become uh, more political theater and less about the actual hearing. That's, yeah, that's, it's every hearing now. It's a, there's almost like a grandstanding. It right? feels like, well, it doesn't feel like it. It's exactly it what it is. <laughs> like, let's stop ta- tiptoeing around it. It is a circus. They are absolutely like, just like clowns in a circus. So last week you spoke to uh, David, is it Beer? Beer, yeah. Uh, from the, what, what is He's it? He's from Cato, Cato Institute. Cato, Cato Institute. What does that stand for? Do, do we know? Cato Institute? Okay, oh, yeah. Boyd gives me the long. Okay. Holy cow. I just <laughs> always wonder. Uh, he made an interesting comment about how congressional hearings have changed. It's uh, very rare that you get a question. It's usually a statement, and if that, and often it's delivered as uh, in a shouting tone of voice. So I, I would I was not impressed with my well uh, it's not my first hearing but first hearing of this Congress at which I was uh, a witness uh, didn't seem like there was much interest in mm. getting to the facts as opposed to grandstanding. So Boyd, help us out here. What 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 is the role of the congressional hearing? So. Congress can have these hearings in these different committees, uh, and the idea is to get more information to inform legislation and what needs to be done to correct something or solve a problem or deal with an issue. Uh, And so here you had – this was a Homeland Security Committee hearing. So they call witnesses, so they're talking about immigration and the border. Uh, David Beer from Cato uh, knows his way around immigration like very few people in this country. He's done all the deep dives. Uh, And so there he is to provide Congress with information that would be helpful to craft good policy for the American people. And uh, as is the case in most of these hearings, and I don't know why we call them hearings anymore because nobody's listening, uh, everyone was just there to, to make their their statement to get their social media post to hopefully land themselves on some you know late night uh, cable news network and he spent more time trying to just say what you're saying is is not accurate uh and so i'll give you one example uh we've talked a lot on this program about the fentanyl crisis and there were some members of the committee who just spewed off that you know it was uh this administration's fault they have blood on their hands because of this fentanyl crisis uh, the reality is 97.5% of the fentanyl that's coming into our country is being brought in at legal checkpoints. These are not people going across rivers in backpacks. Coming across in at legal checkpoints and they're American citizens. Mm-hmm. So here you have something that should be very much important to those on the committee. But you can't say anything about it. But they don't want to they don't want to hear that. And so instead they do their grandstanding moment and and go on to the next thing and and as as we've talked before they'll talk for four and a half minutes out of their five minutes and, and give the the witness a few yeah buts yeah buts uh, and then they're on to the next thing. I was watching an exchange between uh, Matt Gates of Florida with Department of Defense Undersecretary where he held up a news article, referred to it as an investigative report having to deal with um, weapons in Ukraine. Mm. And he labeled it as an investigative news story. And he 
move to enter it into evidence at that congressional hearing when the DOD undersecretary for like policy who was being questioned, interrupted him and said, are you talking about the Chinese propaganda? The Global Times from (laughs) China? From China, yeah. Because I don't pay attention to Chinese propaganda that makes these false allegations. And I don't, it was like he was trying to take a moment, Representative Gates was trying to take a moment that he could capture for social media, for Twitter, for Facebook, and really just see, I'm I'm catching these uh these people who are, you know, high up in the government and our own government in lies and in missteps in reality, he was the one who ended up getting caught. Yeah. And it was that moment when I saw that Boyd, I thought, what are these hearings all about? Yeah, and and that was one of the interesting discussions we had with David Beer was is it time to change the nature of what these hearings are all about? Would it be better to have yes. just written testimony in and then allow members to submit questions after that could be responded to? There's, there's a lot of ways to get the work done. And and to be really clear, these uh, these witnesses at these hearings are important. Yeah. Uh, they can influence public policy. They also and they seem have, pretty smart to me. Like, really I want to hear yeah, from them. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if they're from the left or the right. They're, yeah. they're really smart people, and it should be part of the debate. And so part of the problem is we're no longer willing to have the debate. We only want to have declarative statements from our side of whatever the issue is. Taking away the cameras. Oh. Uh, does that change? Yeah, this is this is one of the this is one of the conundrums of our time. Yeah. And that is we want transparency. We want to see what's going on. We want to hear it. But who so watches we, C-SPAN? Come on. I only watch it on Friday nights at when 9 o'clock me. when I'm texting you and you're watching C-SPAN too. And we're like, did you see that episode on C-SPAN? Like who really sits down and watches these? Yeah. That, that, you know? and, and it's not it's not a lot. Um, but I do think the transparency, it's just like uh, in the courtroom. Uh, we we always have the debate of should we have you know cameras in the courtroom and we have that in so many places should we have cameras in the Supreme Court room we still don't have that should we uh, mm. would that level of transparency be a good thing or would it make the attorneys more performative uh, in what they're doing mm. same same with control of the cameras in Congress it's been that fixed C-SPAN camera uh, we know that during the vote for the Speaker of the House uh, they gave them free reign to shoot wherever. Do we want that? Do we want to have those moments captured? On and so to me, that's a that's part of a great debate in terms of where's the transparency effective? Where does it lead to performative politics rather than good policy making? Well, I th- I think it's so strange. Transparency can come in a lot of different ways. Mm. Transparency doesn't necessarily mean I need to have a camera in your face yeah. for it to be transparent. Give us the the verbatim. Give us yeah. the written mm. statement. Where if if you're so inclined, you can read it. But when you start adding a camera and a microphone, how can changes. you not start performing? <laughs> yeah, it cha- it changes everything, uh, and and it's a sad it's a sad part of where we are as a society is that we are so used to getting the visual uh, that very few people are willing to do the hard work and heavy lifting to actually go read it on their own and dig through it on their own. So part of it's where we become a little bit lazy, a little sloppy uh, individually. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we've we've got to have a, a process where we can have good question and good debate. Mm-hmm. I mean, these hearings, these hearings should be good TV if they're done properly. Yeah. But if it's just performative stuff, then everybody rolls their eyes and it's like, oh, oh okay, there's so, Matt Gates next yeah. fundraising email, yeah. uh, or you know, there's uh, somebody from the left. You know, that's going to be their next big push on social media. Uh, but we got to get to the the questions 
And if we're going to have experts come in, let them let them talk. Let I'm sorry, talk. I just cut you off. Yeah. <laughs> You should let me tell. Wow, Debbie! <laughs> I did. I, the irony is so thick right, right now. I know. If I said I did that on purpose, I was waiting. I saw it. you were coming to the end of your sentence. You I'm like, it. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to interrupt the beginning of your, the if middle of your, your sentence with the beginning of my sentence. If I want your opinion, Boyd, I'll give what it. What if to we you. did this all the time, all the time? Boyd Matheson, thank you so much for baiting us into a phenomenal and very important conversation this morning. Look Off forward to read the Global to, Times. Stop interrupting now. me. Dave, stop interrupting me. But I do love that you pointed out it was the Global Times of China. The Global (laughs) Times of Chinese propaganda.